0: Welcome to the award-winning dcbeer.com, home of the DC Beer Show. We are at DC Beer across social media, and we live every month like it's National Ralph Beer Month. Brandy, what are you drinking?
1: I'm not drinking anything. <laughs>
0: Brandy, what were I you had, what were you drinking?
1: Uh, you know, I had a really big beer weekend starting on Thursday, sipping Good Words Low ABV traditional beers at uh, the Green Zone, which was great. To the big event, the big, big one everybody came to. And so many people that I didn't even see everybody um, on Saturday at Snally. And then Sunday Wars, uh, uh, Oyster Wars on Sunday. And then, of course, Monday off, you know, alcohol. <laughs> My body needs a break. So I had some great beers, though, for real. Including DC soon-to-open newcomer, Lost Generation, debuting to Home run hoppy hits uh, to the crowds. That was cool.
0: Strata in a west coast. We'd love to see it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a big weekend coming up too. But
0: Stein, what are you drinking?
2: Well, I have Exhibit A, Brewing Company's Goody Two Shoes Kulch or Colch Style Ale out of Framingham, Massachusetts. They are new in market two Hanukkahs ago. I did a Hanukkah beer zoom with their head brewer co owner Matthew Steinberg, not to be confused with Michael Stein, and his beer is now magically in market. So, yeah, check out Exhibit A Brewing Company. Um, Erica Gadrick at the craft beer seller is stocking their beer. Um, it seems that they're heavier in Virginia, Northern Virginia, than they are in DC, but I'm going to write an article about them coming to town because it's an interesting time. To be a new import in the area, we got Jack's Abbey not that long ago, and now we have another Massachusetts brewery distroed in our area. Jake, what are you drinking, my friend?
0: I'm going to go back to um, Brandy and the good word, Tasty Low Ebby Loggers. Hey, Shout out to yay. Todd. This lovely, lovely beer is Slave to the Money, a Little Baby Pills. It is exactly 4%. ABV, um, Good Word Pale Lager. It is nice to have Good Word. We saw him earlier in the year at uh, Wheatland Springs Festival in the spring. Nice to have him back. Uh, Todd, please distribute Good Word beer and more of it Especially in our area. That smoked
1: Porter, yeah. oh, a two point seven percent
0: ABV what? smoked Porter in honor of National Rock oh. Beer Month. Very nice.
1: Hart was happy about that one. My
2: heart uh, skipped a few beats when I saw how many beers under 5%. And even then under 4% they were releasing. My goodness. Thank you. Uh, you don't have to distribute to D.C. Just distribute a few cases to D.C. Beer Headquarters. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll take care of the local population. Yeah.
1: I had some good Roush beers and Mar- um at the at the festival as That's well. That's good,
0: Brandy. Um, Say more.
1: Schilling. Yeah. Schilling actually had a... Uh, food or aged rauk beer. That was I. I would have continued to drink that for the rest of the day. I thought that was very, <laughs> very good. If nice. there weren't eight hundred thousand beers, yeah, it was good.
0: Fontaflora had a, had a slightly smoked, mixed fermentation saison. Oh
1: yeah,
0: like little smoky, little sazani. Interesting.
1: Mike Stein brought his family out to Snally. It was big.
0: Yes, all of the Steins,
2: <laughs> wide, dry Steins. We were all hanging.
1: There was a big to-do this weekend with people in GABF, uh, at GABF, uh, including uh, one of our guests tonight. Draw, Right? Am I right? Please. <laughs> so uh, Atlas, our very own Atlas came home with a, a gold? Was it gold?
0: Bronze. Bronze. No.
1: Bronze. Bronze. A gold in our hearts. Uh, they, uh, gold in DC. It's DC's gold. Um... But uh, yeah, it was a big weekend for a D.C. beer. It was great. Can't wait to have the, listen to the next guest, head brewer, over at Atlas, my boy Daniel. What's up, boo?
0: We are here with Atlas Director of Brewing Operations, Daniel Villaruby. Daniel, congratulations. And where were you when you found out that Atlas had won a bronze in the American Style Pilsner category for
3: Bullpen Pilsner? So this is a little embarrassing. I, uh, I was actually in my kitchen. I'd completely forgotten that the award ceremony was happening.
0: <laughs> That's excellent. Did, you, did your phone start blowing up or like what, what, what happened?
3: Yeah, well, so uh, a couple friends of mine, uh, Adam and Sam, were, were at Port City watching the results come in live. And they'd like Facetime me. So I, I pulled it out. And while they were talking to me, they were trying to talk to me at the same time. So it was, uh, I was a little bit confused <laughs> at first. Uh, and then, you know, text messages start pouring in, and I, and I, uh, I managed to get out of them that we won, we won a medal. And, you know, I mean, it was surprising, I guess, uh, mostly because, again, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so,
0: Snallygaster this year was almost counter-programmed against the Great American Beer Festival. And so, yeah. I think I was on 4th and Pennsylvania, Near the gargoyle tent, drinking a mixed fermentation beer when I found out and immediately went to go look for the Atlas crowd. I know that Meth, X3 Stars, now Atlas was there, as uh, was X Right Proper, now Atlas Sales, Tommy Peters, and our uh, very own Mike nine was, was able to uh, snag a pick, offer up some congratulations and such.
3: Yeah, I was sad to miss Nala guys, last year.
0: Yeah. For the listeners, you submitted this in American-style Pilsner. What does yeah. it mean to be an American-style Pilsner as opposed to, say, like German-style or the, the Czech, quote-unquote, Bohemian-style that Fairwinds took uh, silver for Public Bay Pilsner?
3: So, as, I mean, from, uh, from my understanding of it, the, uh, the Bohemian or the, uh, the, the Czech-style Pilsner is uh, it's a bit more body, a bit more uh, bitterness you know, kind of still, still balanced in that way. Uh, the American Pilsner is, uh, is going to be uh, lighter, uh, less bitterness, maybe like a little bit more uh, sweetness to it. And uh, I think overall less, less hops probably. But yeah, the, uh, the bullpen, kind of as, as the, the name implies, kind of as a solid like, uh, baseball watching beer. And so, I, you know, it, it kind of felt like it fit, fit well into the American Pilsner category.
0: Very, very cool. I know it's pretty early in that you know we we record this on Tuesdays and it comes out on Friday, so it means that you know we've had seventy two ish hours or so. Have you noticed anything? Have you heard reports from the tap room that more people are interested in checking out this beer? I mean, speaking as someone who goes to the Atlas Tap Rooms, um, I'm keenly aware that there's like a tasty low ABV beer there, and like I don't particularly need need convincing. Uh, but have you heard anything like on the Atlas Slack channels? Are people discussing, oh, hey, looks like sales of bullpen are up a little bit, you know, over the weekend or so?
3: Well, they, they are a bit, uh, but I will say at our Ivy City tap room, uh, we've also been talking about it all weekend long. It's uh, when customers come in. So that's probably steering the decision a little bit. Down at Half Street, the, uh, the Navy Yard location you know, it's bullpens always been the number one seller. I think always will be the number one seller. So I don't, I don't know that it ever it could get too much of a boost down there being, you know, half a block away from the ballpark.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that with a down at Navy Yard bullpen prisoners being sold literally in between the visiting bullpen at Nat Stadium and a bar made out of shipping containers that's called the bullpen. And so I think like if you're down there just, like watching a game, like people see bullpen pilsner and they kinda get the idea, like, oh yeah, this is what I'm gonna go drink.
3: Yeah, like I said, it's I don't I don't know if there's much more we could do in sales down there. Very, very cool. Again, congratulations. I assume
0: the medal is going to be hung um, over at the actual brewery location. Yep, absolutely. You have plans to take out for a spin, like the Stanley Cup or the World Series Trophy, hit a bunch of bars, like, I'm not gonna see you all drunk at Jackpot, like, you know, woo, with the medal,
3: or? Honestly, we did bounce around the idea of just going to every bar that has a uh, bullpen on tap and, uh, and just taking a photo with the tap handle and the metal. <laughs> you know, we, we probably have to start that soon to, to manage to hit it by the end of the year, but. Um, no, that sounds like an excellent idea. Yeah, and you know, hopefully it uh, gets people to bring it on.
0: Cool. Congrats again, Daniel. Much appreciated um, that you're able to make the time for us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Please go enjoy your medal. And hopefully this is uh, the first of many, many more.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Thank you, Daniel. And also congrats
0: to Fairwinds Brewing. Took silver.
1: Oh, Fairwinds. In a
0: different Pilsner category. Atlas was for American-style Pilsner. Fairwinds was bohemian style for Pollock Bay. Both these beers are in cans. Question for you. Either of you ever been to Sweetwater Tavern? There's one in Merrifield, there's one in Sterling, and there's one in Centerville. Somewhere, you know, we're talking like Prince William, Fairfax, Loudoun. So, like, you know, the Virginia suburbs and excerpts.
2: I have been to the Merrifield Sweetwater Tavern.
0: So, I have been to the Sterling one.
2: Yeah. Did you have onion rings? Did you have steak or flounder or shrimp
0: uh, scampi? I probably had onion rings and a burger. I was taking my brother-in-law's co-worker to Udvárhazi, and then uh, he wanted like the proper like American food experience and Sweetwater Sterling is right there. And they brew their own beer. So, and by the way, that beer keeps winning GABF medals, which is why ass. That's wild. Six out of the last yeah. seven years, a Sweetwater beer has won a medal. So um,
2: Nick Funnel was the head brewer for a while at, in the Virginia uh, Sweetwater Taverns. And yeah, Maryfield. I was at Maryfield before, you know, Maryfield was a thing. It was them and a few other developments. There was no, you know, it wasn't the uh, Mosaic District. The, the rebrand hadn't occurred. It was just them, a window, and a tiling company. I don't even think Home Depot was there yet. Like, yeah, no caboose. This was years ago, probably 10, 10 years ago, five, six years ago, something like that. But yeah, it's remarkable that they're winning all these medals. And then, of course, D.C., now the first medal in D.C. since Travis Tedrow, now of Jasper Yeast, formerly Gordon Biersch Navy head Brewer. The last medal was... Five years ago in 2017. So well done,
0: Atlas. Yeah, bringing home hardware for DC. I can't remember what that Gordon Biersch and Navy Yard, what it is now, but that brewing system is now in York, Pennsylvania. And so if you want to make a day trip and see what used to be uh, Gordon Biersch Navy Yard, you certainly can. York, a lovely 90 minutes up, I-83. Gordon Biersch
2: Navy Yard now is a taco spot. I forget the name of it either about to open or recently just opened. But, you know, I wonder if they're making a award-winning, GABF medal-worthy beer in uh, York, Pennsylvania. Maybe we'll have to do a DC beer road trip and find out.
0: We will find out. Shout out to uh, Jerry at Pint, who is frequently on I-83 and perhaps can give us the rundown. Also, it was good to see Jerry at Snally.
2: <laughs> Yet another one. I Oh, my gosh. I miss so many people at Snally. I have to give a special. I owe you 14 big bear hugs, Josh Chapman of Black Narrows. I really dropped the ball not seeing you and giving you a hug. Or Jerry. Missed you, Jerry. There's a million people, but yeah. Oh, I saw Jerry. You bested me, Brandy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't best you. I'm sure you saw lots of people. I didn't as well.
0: Hey, Stein, who's our second guest? Which brewery just celebrated their second anniversary in D.C.?
2: Our second guest is other half head brewer Daniel Taranis, who is celebrating his two years with Other Half in D.C., who is celebrating their second year of, of being on this great, wonderful, big planet in our tiny, wonderful metropolis of Washington, D.C. So uh, tune in and check out our interview with Daniel Taroni of Other Half. Hello, D.C. beer fans. I'm here with Daniel Taroni's head brewer of Other Half Brewing Company. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Mike, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm super excited, a little nervous. It's actually the first time I've ever done any of these things, so uh, so very excited. Thank you for having me. Well, I would tell you,
2: relax, don't worry, have a home brew, but I think you have some uh, professional commercial brew <laughs> that you're, that you're enjoying. What exactly are you drinking
4: tonight? I'm actually having one of my, uh, one of the neighborhood breweries here, which I'm very lucky to have close to home. It's a uh, Port City Brewing Company and it's their downright pilsner. Um, yeah, so nice, easy. I actually have a beer on deck as well. Um, it's a Franconian, you might like this, a Franconian style Zwickel beer by, uh, Human Robots in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're fresh off Snallygaster. Um so
2: we saw human robot pouring um i don't know if they were pouring that one but yeah uh downright pilsner bohemian pilsner wonderful beer from port city and of course good lager in philadelphia as well i wanted to ask you i wanted to have you on the show tonight because you're celebrating two years yourself personally as head brewer at other half but then other half dc is also celebrating their second year anniversary Um, tell us a little bit about two years for you in the district and two years
4: at the firm, at the brewery that you work for. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Crazy milestone. Um, so the, the brewery's two years, uh, I think it was, I feel like it was, so my anniversary was October 5th. I feel like the brewery was October 12th. I believe, I can't remember exact date that we actually opened up for retail, but, um, but it was in, I, we're celebrating it October 15th, and um, yeah, it's incredible. It's crazy. It seems like it just flew by. Um, I've now held the head brewer title for a little over a year, and um, it is, I still pinch myself a little bit. I was, I mean, I'm obviously a fan of the brewery now, but I was uh, I was an incredibly huge fan of Other Half uh, back in California at the the last brewery I was at, and um yeah it's just it's an incredibly proud title i hold it very proudly and um it's it's been insane i think the the thing that most is the the what i'm most proud of for for us as a as a facility is just the 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 camaraderie that we built amongst our team and just the the efficiency in that in which we're brewing and, and just just turning beers left and right it's uh it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to look back and see like where we started, how we how slow we started trending up and, and, and in production in our space and, um, and and where we're at now. It's, it's incredible.
2: Yeah. And so I want to I want to get to some of the beers you've been cranking out because there's been an impressive number over the last two years. Um, tell us about some of the beers that uh, are coming down the pike specifically for the anniversary Um, beers brewed,
4: you know, the second anniversary beer and then other beers you have coming out. Absolutely. So the one that the crowd, the staff is most proud of right now is the, uh, we did a triple IPA. Um, It's, it's just a big juicy IPA. I, I wish I could tell you exactly what the hops the hop combination was right off the top of my head I'd have to look at the recipe just constantly constantly looking at, at hop profiles um, But it was cool. It was kind of a collaborative effort between my brew crew and uh, and Sam Richardson to put that recipe together So it's pretty near and dear. He let us have a little ownership over that as a team um, The guys appreciated it and and we're super excited about that one. We did a um, blue crab is it's it's called our blue crab blue crab special reserve and it is a um blue crab's kind of the the house flagship if you will green city ipa is is kind of the overall brand flagship but uh blue crab is is ours specifically and so we just do a really souped up version of that and and it's tasting great as well um Right now it's pretty trendy to do very heavily fruited, uh, fruited, you know, ales if you will. Um, So we have this uh, Berliner Weiss style slushy style uh, pog cannibal, we're calling it. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Those are the, the three big ones. And then one of my personal favorites is a uh, boxcar, not really boxcar uh, Hellas, not necessarily an anniversary, but it is near and dear to us. And we wanted to release, you know, kind of the, the full gamut of our portfolio. And then um, on top of that, we also have a single barrel aged uh, stout release, just non-adjuncted, single barrel, uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. So we, we have a lager, we have a stout, we have a very heavily fruited uh, ale, we have a triple IPA, which we're really, really excited about, and then our blue crab, kind of our souped up version of our flagship. Uh, those are the, the five that we're most excited about, and then on top of that we have just our normal rotating uh, tap list for that event. Yeah, it's super exciting uh, to see
2: uh, the range across, you know, the Stouts, the IPA, the Fruited Sours, um, and the lager. Of course, I am most excited for the lager. I know I am not most people. I know I am certainly not sitting at the cool table, the cool kids table at, at lunch. But that being said, I am sitting at the lager table at lunch. We've got Maliko, we've got uh, side, you, you, you have, you know, the faucet that you have <laughs> at your facility in D.C., Tell me about some of the work you've done uh, in regards to lager. I I think Ivy City was the first one out of the gate, but now it seems like Boxcar is really giving Ivy City a run for its money. Um, Some other brewers I've talked to have really enjoyed, you know, other half-DCs lager. you got to try the Boxcar Hells. Tell me about the evolution of the lager program over the last
4: two years. Absolutely. Um, And just to kind of touch back on your last question, question you know kind of where we've what we've become as a facility that's what i'm most excited about the fact that we are the facility that produces the lagers for the company and we do it at a level where i'm very very proud of um so like you mike we've actually had a conversation previously and i get unbelievably excited about lager i I love drinking it i love brewing it i think it's uh it's such a nuanced style and it really it really brings out the best in a brewer and it's it's I find myself like spending the most time like dissecting lagers more than any other beer uh, ever. Uh, So yeah, Ivy city was absolutely the first one. um, And it just made sense, right? We're in Ivy city. It had cool branding. um, But in, in my opinion, Boxcar is definitely the, uh, that would be the flagship lager for us. I think it it does great for us. It's a, it's a delicious beer, very easy drinking. Um, And then the other thing that the, that's, that's, evolved and kind of happened for us is we've actually become the logger collab hub of the the other half brand so we've done some really cool collabs and i you know it's starting from i think the biggest one's roth House. we did the the roth House, uh collab with with those guys um it's a brewery that has so much history and has never done a, a collaboration and and they they chose us to do it with them so i hope we did them proud i thought that beer was delicious that's incredibly exciting to brew that uh firestone pills our firestone walker we did a a pivo snaps with those guys that was great just brewed a um a halfway crooks shilling and burial collaboration called lager village that was also very very fun so um you said logger and I got sidetracked. I hope I answered your question, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, uh, absolutely. it's, it's, yeah. it's, something I am very, very jazzed about.
2: That's sort of the greatest hits. Uh, I'm having a Roth house pills, pills right now, but it's the greatest hits of the other half DC lager collaborations, uh, working backwards, lager village, uh, you know, burial, halfway crooks, uh, shilling. uh before that, um, you know, Firestone Walker, that was an absolutely wonderful, uh, beer that, that y'all brewed together. And then the Roadhouse collaboration, which was also wonderful beer. Um, it's quite remarkable. And, you know, the good news is that there are a number of, uh, breweries, uh, you know, between, uh, Baden, Bavaria and, uh, Franconia, you'll find some other breweries that I've never ever collaborated with another American brewer. So that's the good news. It's that yeah, there's exactly. more out there that, despite being open since 1720 or 1856, they, they've never worked with another uh, brewer Those are some an uh, American brewers.
4: Some lofty <laughs> goals, but we definitely have our sights yeah. set on them. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, I, and I would be remiss to say uh, if I didn't mention that that Jacob Berg, my my editor, my co-podcaster thought the Rodhouse uh Ziffletan
4: the Zipfultano, yeah.
2: Ziffle that you guys did together was was, you know, the best logger in DC. That's what he told me. So I knew I had to try some after that. That's
4: awesome. That's awesome. That's um, uh, that's that's the sort of thing that makes me super proud for sure.
2: Yeah. So a lot of work to be proud of, uh, a lot of changes that have been instituted over the two years. Um, what are you looking forward to? What what makes you the most proud or what makes you the most excited? Um, thinking about, you know, the next two years and, and what's coming down the pike and, you know, what you expect.
4: I'm a huge, like, team guy. You know, I, I have a lot of talented brewers on my staff. And I think that, that there's a lot of people within this company that can brew really good beer. The one thing that I get... Most excited about is is building a team that works like they owe each other something. So from that regard, I I think about efficiency and I while production numbers are a great metric, I look at production numbers from a I think those are those are compliments to the team and the staff and how efficient and 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 well they work together. So the challenge of continuing to produce more at a higher level through through team building and through through training and through getting everybody on the same page and keeping everybody as hungry as possible. That's the sort of stuff I get I get excited about. So if I had to summarize it is just to continue to brew more beer and do it in, in the highest quality possible that it just it keeps people lining up for it. Right now, I think New York I think the 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 other half brand still runs through Brooklyn and i think it should i think that's 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 the epicenter of everything that is other half and i and i i love that i mean that's that's why i fell in love with the brand because i was in that tasting room and i just i just felt the this like this magnetism just coming from the just everything that that the brand was offering but i want to try to recreate that in in dc as much as possible it definitely is a different beer drinker but I, I believe we can win some people over and make them believe and feel as excited and as as just I was starstruck. I want them to feel that that, you know, like I I talk about Destination Breweries, places like Jester King that I, I what you know, other half was that for me as well. Um, I want people to be that excited about what we're doing in, in Brooklyn uh, in DC and D.C. and come and check out the place and hang out in our tap room. We have a beautiful tap room and just throw back some lagers and and just keep the production level of, of lager as high as possible.
2: Yeah, it's well said. And it's, it's a bit of um, past, present, and future. Uh, You know, DC was a massive lager brewing town. It's wonderful that you would, would specialize in lager, you know, and, and keep the past going. But then with, with the Imperial IPAs and the triple IPAs really pushing the envelope with a hop, Uh, varieties and different combinations it's it's a wonderful way to see sort of uh how other half will continue on to the the future for for dc brewing um daniel tronis head brewer other half thank you so much for joining us uh we really appreciate your time congratulations on two years and we're looking forward to
4: the next two years thank you mike seriously i appreciate this so much i i cheers to you guys and, and thank you for having me absolutely I want to thank you Daniel
2: from Other Half for giving a wonderful interview. We really appreciate your time. Before we close up and and wrap, uh, give me some highlights folks. What what have y'all Brandy, I know you've been around town with we've had so many events every weekend, every day from like Thursday to Sunday it feels like. What uh what what have you been getting into?
1: I'm, it's not what I've been getting into because I'm always at breweries and this past weekend was a a big one. Um, but this weekend starting tonight, um, I am really looking forward to hitting up a soft opening of DC's newest distillery, Bowen Ivy. Um, we, uh, we got uh, invited, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to checking them out. And then we're zipping off to the Smithsonian for the the last call salud American Latinos and Beer. I bought a ticket to that and I'm really looking forward to that. And then you know, you'll know, you know, I'll be over at, at Other Half on Saturday. I'm just glad that the local breweries didn't throw their anniversary parties on the same exact day like they did last year. I went to three. I went to Astrolab, Atlas, and Other Half last year. Because it was their anniversary. So I'm glad they are staggering them. So thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you be dedicated instead of all in one day.
0: Show your dedication. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so happy anniversary, other half.
0: Excellent. All right. Weather's still nice out. Everyone go drink outside. Be well to each other. We're still well into festival season. DC beer slash events. Check it out. And also, if you are a brewery, bar, restaurant or and listening, You can submit events at that site as well. We are at DC Beer across social media and a happy and healthy National Rocker Beer Month to all who celebrate. Until next time, cheers.
2: cheers. Cheers. Bye, fam.